I met this woman who told me this was at work. I'm uh, gonna be a star. She is like a relative of someone that I work with. She told me that she was an alien. <gasps> like from another universe and that she had a healer that she works with. Crystals in her pocket. Knew her past lives. Is she a Scientologist? No. Okay. Not a Scientologist, but uh, just all the... Obviously, like, one of our people. You know? <laughs> These yeah. are people we resonate with. Right. Like, yes, I, too, am alien. Tell me what galaxy you're from, Starseed. Zorgon. <laughs> and she was, like, talk, going on about how she was a Starseed. And, I, yeah. And um, just on and on, like, so confident. Love it. Uh, just, like, no hesitations. Like, and... Uh, but this... The part that really got me was she was like, yeah, I just kind of really had to give up everybody in my old life. <gasps> and I don't know, just like, you know how some people, we we relate to this, oversharing. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of which, speaking, speaking of, of which, oversharing and speaking, speaking of, of this which, podcast where we overshare, and I'm Sammy. Welcome to today's podcast. And I wanted to. I no, I have questions. I want to pick apart because I know going into this podcast we didn't have any ideas today. It's fine. I kind of want to at least spend a few minutes talking about your perception, and just because these are our perceptions <laughs> doesn't mean that we think that this is like the truth. But what is your perception of people that are really confident about things that sound off the wall? Um, I guess it depends on what topic it is. Depends on the topic. Depends on the person. Depends on your relationship with that person and stuff. Sometimes I'm fascinated. Yeah, sometimes like, I just, just want to know fascinated. everything. But sometimes you... And sometimes it is, like, really... Probably one of my biggest pet peeves is, yeah. like... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a hard a, time a with time. it because I could go from either extremes. It really depends on what day or what which way so, the wind's blowing for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel about stuff like uh, religion and spirituality being spoken between strangers. Mm -hmm. I think that it's a I, for me. I think it's an okay topic if like you're both okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I do think if you're in a certain certain environments that. Like a lowered voice between two people is much more is much safer oh. feeling than being like, yeah. So, anyways, when I found that I was a star seed, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, crazy until I realized story. I was a lizard person. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But I, but also how, okay, people should be able to this, like, people should be able to speak however they want. I don't know. Well. Well. Well, there's, there's some chaos that can be con con contained. contained within that. You know, how did this conversation start? How did this come to be? So, um, every, I work with old people, and one of the old people passed on. Okay. And the daughter came in a few months later. Uh -huh. So this was months ago. And she came uh -huh. in, and she was... We were talking a little, and then she was saying, Yeah, I've been talking with Mom's ghost. Mm, and so immediately, I love that. immediately I was like, well, what? And then she gave me like specific conversations that they've been having mm. like between each other. Gotcha. And I was like, wow, this is really specific. Is it? Yeah. And which I fully believe is yeah. possible. Yeah. But also, you know, when you meet certain people and, and you think, just like, hmm. Mm, did you? But also, I don't think she does it herself. She goes to a psychic and okay. communicates like through mediums uh -huh. and stuff. So sometimes when you're talking to people you can tell that they're very highly influenced mm -hmm. by people and mm -hmm. what has been said to them by right. like a psychic or a medium left ear is ringing so hard right now she knows oh my god her I, psychic is telling her like, what i'm saying right now or like whoever they're talking about is here or something something's going on my i can't hear out of my left ear it's like very high pitched but it Weird. also could be because we just blared you just, musical you just, you just blew your eardrum out with those notes you were hitting earlier. So it could be spirit. It could be the musicals I had on full blast. I screamed I love at the top of my lungs. literally reaching max vocal range being like, I wonder why my ear feels so weird. <laughs> Is my ear bleeding? Wow, it must be spirit. So I think at someone... one point I literally was like, okay, plug your ears, plug your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, so I take it back. It might be spirit, but it also might, might be, just be just that chaos. Okay, so listen I'm to listening. me. 
I already apologized to you before this. So I don't know what's wrong with me today. I think that you and I, like, let's say we went to go meet a psychic, and it was, you know, we were having a great time, and we really were resonating with what they were saying, mm-hmm. and we loved it, and we mm-hmm. thought it was so, like, great and accurate. Mm-hmm. We would not obviously believe every word that they said. We wouldn't think that everything they said was true. You know, we would be able to know that this is just a person mm-hmm. and they don't hold some sort of ultimate truth. Yeah. I think it's un- not unfortunate. It's just interesting how some people meet other people and 100% believe everything that they say. Yeah, that's really problematic. Because <laughs> I feel like you kind of suddenly have this hold over somebody that you shouldn't be having that's how cults start that's how cults start for real you know what i mean and uh, so or one part the of bible the... <laughs> <laughs> so true i think like i don't know it was just one of those experiences where i had to take a step back and yeah. kind of put together everything i know about spirituality people. alternative spirituality yeah. people the rights of people to believe what they want mm-hmm. and follow who they want because mm-hmm. this is an educated person you know who is a, a functioning regular member of our society this isn't right. like someone on the fringe this is someone that is really going through something mm-hmm. and is diving into these beliefs potentially as a reaction to like the loss of a loved one and it puts you in a vulnerable yeah. state and then i worry that people get taken advantage of mm-hmm. and well, they do. They do. But yeah. you can't voice that to people because I don't think that that's necessarily, you know, who... That's not my role. No, because what if someone came up to you and was like... You're, you're being manipulated crazy. and brainwashed. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, well, thank you for letting me thank live my life. Thank you for letting me live my fucking life. <laughs> so, I don't know. Have you I met people in real this. life like that? Yeah, I've met a lot yeah. of people like that, both on either sides. The ones that think they're the Messiah <laughs> and the people who follow the Messiah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But also, um, I struggle with this concept in myself, knowing that those extremes are out there. And having a hobby and business wrapped around beliefs is really really difficult especially when you want to integrate it with your loved ones your friends or just to like promote yourself without being crazy preachy or over you know oversharing mm-hmm. or feeling like you know you don't want others to push feel like you're pushing your your beliefs your views on on whatever platform whether it's in real life whether it's on a social media whatever it is but then also you don't want to like shy away from speaking up because if you have something to, that you are interested in or that you want to talk about or that you want to see others connect to, you know, you, you wouldn't, if you don't share, you don't know how to find or reach those people. So there's like kind of a really interesting line to toe there that I struggle with in my life. I've had people tell me like they don't believe that shit. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to hear it. And then same conversation same room is like i'm so interested in that i so believe mm-hmm. that so you're just gonna have extremes. but some people will state these off the wall things like they're facts right but i feel like i see that and i don't want to be that so even though mm-hmm. but see the same thing like somebody might think me stating the fact that your saturn return will play an integral part into who you are as a astrological being you could seem like <laughs> one of those people like that's the, just the who's worst like i'm literally a lizard person yeah. you know what i mean um, George shared with me a meme today that said something along the lines of like, remember when you used to wear light up shoes and ma- and it made you believe that you could run faster? Anyways, if you leave your crystals out by the moonlight, <laughs> it'll charge and you'll be safe forever. And I was like, fuck, like, I don't it's know. It's the power of that belief though, because... I think if you believe you will run faster, you will run faster. So Can you believe? <laughs> you believe? <laughs> Do you believe in magic? <laughs> Sorry. I'm a believer. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, a... <laughs> so, and we there's a lot of people in our community that talk about belief as the tool. Belief is the spirituality. Like choosing to believe things makes them real and stuff like that so that i mean we've I've talked about that as well i so get on board with that like 95 percent of the time you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um like we've talked about ouija boards 
mm-hmm. you know, or even tarot. At the end of the day, all tarot is is ink on cardstock. You know, it's literally just mm-hmm. ink on cardstock. What you do with it and how you hold it and the way that you use it and your mindset with it and how you want to put it, your yeah, Your energy. infusion of belief into it as a symbol set yeah, makes it that's magical. That's what makes it a, such an incredible, powerful thing. Uh, same thing with the Ouija board. You know, you mm-hmm. could literally... Some people just, are like, never touch one. Never even buy one. Don't, Don't even look at it. <laughs> Stay away, child. Demons cursed on you. Which, who knows, but... Oh, sex so. talking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sex Do you see what I mean when people kind of say things that are their truth? Yeah. But kind of treat it as if it's a universal truth that everyone should just know. Yeah. And I am not the type of person. I have a to hard be... time with like Scott Cunningham books because of that, and no, sh- no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade to mm-hmm. like. Scott is a person or anything like that. Most of the Scott Cunningham books that I have read, there are multiple like major sections in those books that make me feel like, okay, well, this is just being stated as like pure fact when like, yeah, there's lit like this is literally just your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) This is literally that's my opinion. (laughs) You know what? Um, I think Jessica the Star Witch is the Story Witch. I'm sorry. Um, on YouTube, just put out a really great video about like a couple books that she won't be recommending for beginner witches anymore. Um, and she, I think Scott Cunningham was in that list actually, and I was like, oh, agree, 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 because I remember Mm -hmm. doing. A book for my witchy book club a couple years ago and i that was a lot of my feedback was like this is really great and helpful also like we need to be careful because these books aren't being like fact checked at all so like for someone to just publish it they're able to it takes like the community to you know kind of say like whether or not these are more factual or more opinionated and things like that like you can just think of like all of the content, the decks, the books, the videos, everything that's being put out there in the spiritual kind of occult divinatory field or space right now, media wise, is free range. Mm-hmm. Like literally someone could get on there and just say that they know, like it can get really close to like flat earthers if we mm-hmm. don't kind of mind Fully kind of rain it in a little, rain it in on some of these we've, things. We've talked on this podcast before about some of the potential issues of things like believe whatever you want, you know, whatever resonates, um, mm, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, your truth is your truth. Yeah, and how sometimes, my love is and sometimes your that love. can cross over into real issues. Like, well, it's my truth that vaccines don't work. Yes. So we have we have to have, like you said, these conversations and these limits about things because they do have real world impacts. Mm-hmm. Just be, and these things never just stay in the spiritual realm; they leak over into our everyday lives. Yeah. So, like, I see that. But on the flip side of that. Especially when it comes to Scott Cunningham. I remember watching a Thorn Mooney video about this like 10 10 years ago. And uh, one of the great things about Scott Cunningham or uh, gosh, who's anybody else? Or like reading like Gerald Gardner's original Book of Shadows or like any of that kind of stuff. It is that certainty of that person. It is that framework. It is that confidence. It is that this is really my like i've got i've got it all worked out for me and this is like the exact framework that i use and reading someone else's confidence and assuredness and truth can be inspiring and like path working for other people you know what i'm saying especially if it's like the first piece of like content or information in a certain field that you touch because the last thing i want as a beginner is for someone to say you know, forge your own path, you know, go wherever you want. If you don't know what a path looks like, if you don't know, you know, sometimes you have to already have that framework going Mm -hmm. on before you can knock down the walls. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think people like him are so useful and still read and like still published. Right. Because it provides, 
you can't knock down walls if you didn't have any. You know, yeah. there's no paths if it's just a field. So like, you know what? One of my favorite things to do. Or to, like, learn or observe in people, which I feel like is a spiritual, I don't know. It's like It seems like I can see people, especially on, like, YouTube, probably YouTube the best. I like finding people who are intensely passionate about some sort of subject. Mm-hmm. Religiously passionate about a certain topic or a certain thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even necessarily have to be interested in that thing, but I want to see somebody make content and videos and, you know, whatever about or around that, like, what they're brand, passionate about. that passionate thing, right? So there's this, I might have even talked about her before, but there's this YouTuber named Caro. Aravario, Aravala, she says mm-hmm. her name really fast together. She is a watercolor artist and a digital artist now, and she is obsessed with nature, specifically fungi. And she has been working towards developing this masterwork piece of fungi painting, like microscope, microscopic, themed and. It's almost like she built like the animal kingdom, but for fungi in this one painting. And I've been watching her for like five fucking years, maybe longer. And in the background of every photo has been this picture. And no matter what video or vlog or update she talks about, there's this link between like the magical world, the plant world, and specifically like the power of mushrooms. And she drinks mushrooms and she, but, but it's not like cheesy and stupid. It's like passionate. Mm-hmm. You know, dedicated life work. And I'm like, I, I love mushrooms. I love that so much. I know Just it. listening to that made me, like, want to be passionate about mushrooms. Exactly. And, like, I, it's not that I don't care about mushrooms, because I do. I find them really interesting. I love and a good portobello, like, fried up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at with shrooms. Yeah, I've got it. I, I like shrooms too. <laughs> Um, but it's more so like I, I, a lot of the times I'm much more interested instead of saying like, what's your religion? What's your beliefs? What's, what's your, your relationship with fungi? What's your relationship? <laughs> Which fungi are you? Are you a fungi? Are you a fungi? Um, I like finding those people and watching them and observing them and listening to them and like seeing their lives through the lens of whatever their Mm-hmm. dedicated to to me that's a religion whether mm-hmm. she's like i'm from the religion of fungi like she is religiously intertwined with the idea the knowledge the you know the passion of exploring creating examining like she literally took a art college type course she went to college or i think it was like some sort of art study um and learned how to look at fungi underneath the microscope so she can incorporate it into this work. And like, there's so many other content creators that I watch that are along the same lines, but that have different interests. And I've been really thinking lately about how much that inspires me and my beliefs to just watch someone be dedicated and like, um, what's the word when you're like, not committed, but you're like to a religion, like you're devout. devout. Like, to see people devout in some sort of area of life, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of religion that I'm interested in. And, like, while I... Maybe that's because I feel like I've dipped my toe into many different pools of, like, the actual religious sphere Mm -hmm. that I'm much more interested in just, like... expanding the scope of what it means to be devout, you know? To something and, like, why? Right. You know, like, why... Why fungi? How do you land on something... So specific. I wish that was me. <laughs> I mean, maybe like maybe from the out in, outside in, someone would think the same thing t- about me and tarot and astrology. But I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I. It's something I do every single day. I talk about every single day. I work with every single day on my own with students, with the clients, with whatever content creating, with journaling. Like, it's something that I do every single day. Mm-hmm. But so today it you were matching feel that way to me, especially when I see you doing something like matching the colors with like cards, like yeah. those color palettes. 
while I was like watching you do that, I remember thinking in my mind, like there doesn't have to be an end goal for that. There's something about just like, ex- especially like probably her with mushrooms. Yeah. Just the experience of being with them and like putting them together and just like the playing with them. Yeah. Without any sort of, you know, outcome. I don't know, outcome, yeah. just playing with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just, I love stuff like that where yeah. people. Thank turn you for that. giving that to me too. That was, that felt like a gift as stupid and cheesy as that sounds because when I started doing that I was like oh I should be doing this for a reason or like oh I should be you know like I should be making something out of this like I've got something here but it was just such a like hyper fixation that I like had to do mm-hmm. I took out all like my paint swatches and my color like cards and things like that and I laid out all it started with the pentacles suit Um, Because the Ace of Pentacles is my card of the month, and I have, like, a few days left with it. And I was just thinking about, like, what would be the perfect green to go with the Ace of Pentacles? Like, I know that the Pentacle is yellowish. um, But to me, the suit needs to be represented by Earth, and it needs to be colors of tans Mm -hmm. and browns and greens. And, like, I feel that the four aces are represented in not as much of the suit but as the element and so ace of pentacles to me needs to be a very specific green but i would need to compare it this is what happened in my head i was like i would need to compare it with the rest of the cards to make sure that i am getting the right green and then I was thinking, well, maybe I need to have all of them have a little bit of a chalky tone to them because that's the color palette I would want to make if I was making them into a tarot deck. But then I was like, no, let me just make them in the colors that like I feel like they need to be. And then I started laying the cards out, all of the pentacles, and I was like color matching with what the Rider-Waite-Smith colors are. And I was kind of like, well, this feels like this green, but it also has a little bit of tan, so why don't I combine what it feels like with some of the colors that are in the card? I just literally just went buck wild on the floor with these color swatches. With your color swatches. And you walked in on me and I was like, hello, how y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) But I I really, I felt like... I think what's cool about color and color matching and playing with colors is that there isn't that writing or reading component. It's like fully sensory. Yeah. And so you're not like matching words. You're not like writing about things. You're not like really describing what you see. You're like matching patterns and like matching visuals. And I feel like that somehow unlocks things in your brain without using any words. Yeah. Which is why I think color, like, and you already know this, is so cool. Yeah, it is. But, so back to the woman that told me that she may be an alien no she didn't say maybe oh yeah i'm sorry she was very confident she was very confident like knew knew where she was from (sighs) if you had to describe the planet you're from (laughs) how would you describe that planet okay this is how i if i knew i was from another planet Uh and i knew that i could tell you what that that planet was like i would say that it is a blue planet oh okay um, there are red and ruined. No, <laughs> mine's definitely like an o- an ocean planet that okay. has like lots of these huge rock pillars oh. that like rise up into the sky and make these really weird patterns that like the waves crash against. And it's just like these. We- and there's no like huge swatches of island. Just these cavernous canyons that like come up. That would be what my planet looks like. That is wild to me because astrologically. <laughs> What? Your Pisces rising, like, immediately I was like, it's going to be a blue planet with water. But you have Saturn conjunct your rising sign. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, and Capricorn or, you know, is mountains, is, like, rock formations, uh, sturdy things. So oh, weird. So, that's literally, you were like, if I had to design, or if I had to come from a planet, you literally just described, like, My astrological you. planet. <laughs> um... Are there living things, or are you just the only one there? There's lots of, like, plants, fungi, trees. Yeah. Um, there are, like, probably something, but they're not hugely, like, a, a huge part of it. They're just kind of something small. Okay. But are there other beings like you, or is it just you? 
I only see me, actually. Okay, Virgo. <laughs> I'm the only one from my planet. That's literally Virgo son. <laughs> I just can't see anyone else. <laughs> Nor do I want to. I tried to. so hard. <laughs> That's okay. Be honest. Be honest. <sighs> and, um... It's just me hovering over the waters of the deep. Just by myself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and there's a hum. Hum? A hum. Like a brown noise hum? Actually, not like a brown noise hum. Something more uh, resonant, like an instrument hum. So like your Libra, like your Libra moon music? Like a beautiful like strumming of a harp? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I love that for you. Okay. Man, well, you already know your placements. Don't even think about it. Just go. I know. Actually, I don't think mine would describe my like main three very well, but that was very visually appealing for me, knowing your chart, for you to describe that. So thank you so much. I as well am the only one on my place. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a Virgo rising. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's crazy because I feel like that's, that's we're very we're just narcissistic, but also Virgos. That's fine. Um, Looks like you're the only one on your planet. <laughs> oh, that's so hot. Hold on, I just spilled my tea bag on my. I just tea bagged myself. <laughs> I just tea bagged myself. Okay. Um. Is it what? What color is your planet? Um, uh, my planet feels very gray toned. Gray but planet. But like, there are a lot of colors, but they're very muted, like very cloudy, very like airy. Pastel? Like Like gray toned pastels. Gray toned. Do you know what I mean? Like very yes. much, almost like one foot in and out of like some Like a sort really of... dark, cloudy day looking at color palettes. Yeah. Like no overhead light. Mm, yeah, no. Um, there are certain areas in which color is like bright and vivid, and but like overall the tones and is like it the a land feeling. planet? Um, or is it like a gas planet? Yeah, she gas. She's gassy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think that there is land. Um, <laughs> Does the planet have a ring on? But. <laughs> she's um she moves really fast but she's big <laughs> so it's and, a um, solid planet not gas no you're right it's gas it is a gas but it, planet it's i feel like maybe it's like colored, I for you I see like colored mists in the air. Okay, yeah, that seems about right. Like there's things that are concrete, but it's not held together by like a rock formation. Like it's like there An are unknown things substance. floating that you that are tangible. It's like more tangible than gas, but it's not like a it rock just sounds planet. Cluttered. It is, <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> it's all over the place. Um. Yeah. It it feels like I don't know. Lots of stimulation. There's just lots going on. There's a lot of stimulation. Mine was so there. calming and soothing. Yeah, my no, planet. yeah, no, that's not me. There's a Your planet's lot a nightmare. <laughs> it's purgatory. <laughs> Wait, our our respective planets are where we both end up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what dreams may come? Have you ever seen that movie? That sounds so familiar. What is With that? With Robin Williams. You told me about it, and I watched like the trailer and read the plot. <sighs> okay, I think I brought it up a few times on yes. here. Yes. His world is, or his heaven is basically like paint. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also he has to go to like purgatory go through hell and go to purgatory like if i could combine those two things together 
That'd be your planet? <laughs> yeah, I feel like they'd be my planet. No, I feel like there'd be a lot of flying. Like, you could fly a lot. You you didn't have to take a single form or shape. Like, you just kind of are mm-hmm. substance there. That's also interesting, like, the difference between, like, maybe you and I is that there's a lot of flying on your planet. Yeah. But on my planet, there's only, like, soaring. Oh. Or, like, like, there is no, like fluttering if that oh, makes yeah, sense no. you're either like stationary or you're soaring mm. there's no like exploring soaring. <laughs> <laughs> or hovering no i could be like a hummingbird if i wanted to oh like zipping around yeah or, i don't see that in mine or i could just be like graceful like an owl but like it's not even it doesn't even need to be that it just i it's like light i can go wherever i need to mm. go very mercury <laughs> Very mercurial. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Almost feels like, um, like if not like binary code or sheet music or like if I had to translate that into like a thing, the way my mind feels like it works was it. it Sometimes, or not my mind works, but like how my mind is trying to like work this planet out to the energy. It would be like trying to combine all these different types of like languages, but it doesn't have to be like language. Like Mm -hmm. sheet music is a language, binary code is a language. And it kind of feels like the planet has a bunch of different energies of that information. Mm. That I don't know how to describe that. I kind of see what you're saying. It's a gassy planet, though, so it it's not gassy. tangible. I can't describe it. Is your planet gassy or is it solid? <laughs> but it's really safe. And it's very comfortable. Even in, like, this oh. staticky energy. I didn't even consider the safety of my planet. <laughs> <laughs> or the comfort. <laughs> well, I have a Taurus moon, baby, so that's just where I go. Oh, my God. Okay, well, that Those are our planets. That's my planet. where we're from. Uh, I don't know where that woman was from. I can't remember what she said. She did know the planet. My planet feels like hot tea, but sometimes also like tequila. So, okay. <laughs> what you need to do with that? <laughs> okay. And <laughs> like wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I picture like an Alice in Wonderland moment. forest, yeah. you know, that you can fly through, Basically. but then also leave it and fly away it's to green, never, green fields. It's very Neverland meets nitrous oxide. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Wonderland, very Neverland, very, very much that interesting but like limitless because it's yes, my planet it's my and planet. not yours yeah. wow what is your planet called oh god skytopia no. <laughs> skytopia i don't know for some reason the first word that came to my mind was hungary so, <laughs> i've never been there i don't know anything about hungary are but you hungry I don't. I, I was like, wait, did I say no? Did I not say Hungarian, right? Mm, like hungry. Hun, hun, yeah, but it sounds <laughs> like I'm it. saying I'm hungry. Yeah. How do you say Hungary? Hungary. Is that how you say it? No. <laughs> oh, the sorry. You got me. <laughs> you got me panicking. <laughs> uh, Chandler's moving to Yemen. <laughs> Are you hungry though? <laughs> hungry. <laughs> No, I'm literally asking you if you're hungry. After this, I'm making food. Oh, okay. I'm making rice with pesto sauce and, like, vegetables <clears throat> and some guarding chicken strips. You deserve it. With pesto sauce. Okay. It's going to make me fart, though, because that's, <laughs> that's what pesto So, wait. Sauce. Your planet's called Hungry. It's not. Oh, okay. It's, good. it's definitely called um, actually it doesn't have a name. It has like a sensation. <gasps> okay. It's like the um, <laughs> All right. 
You know, like that feeling of like whales underwater, like the vibration on your skin of like a whale call. Mm, okay. And it's like it's the feeling of the vibration all over your body. That's what it's called. And it, this obviously is a world with no words. Vibrations. Vibrations all over, all over your fucking body. <laughs> Sounds like a Christina Aguilera lyric. Vibrations all over my body. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, this planet ain't ready for my arrival. <laughs> no. Oh god. Overdo. My planet's gone hungry. <laughs> my planet is hungry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your planet called? Um. Chip? <laughs> I don't know. This dick! <laughs> Probably something like Artem Apollo Cystic. Ooh, like some weird. <laughs> Guinevirian Arphroditis. You know? Renaissancea. Yeah. <laughs> Anastasia Beverly Hills. One hundred thousand dollars in a lifetime supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills. Lipstick. My language. What would your language be? My like the main language. Stop. Would be like Latin. <laughs> no, it'd be like it'd be like English, but every single word would be like slightly incorrect. <laughs> so of Jarring. Lips, like instead of lipstick, it'd be lipstink. You know what I mean? Or like <laughs> I hate it. So instead of cuticle, it'd be like cuticle. <laughs> I got, I got oh. lipstick on my cuticle. <laughs> I would go. Just, I would lose my mind within five minutes. Instead of like dimples, it'd be like dinkles. Uh, <sighs> so like you could make out what someone's saying, but it would sound like absolute like Sims yes. language. Simlish. <clears throat> What about, you know, like balloon would be like bushoon. Wouldn't that actually be a cool app? Like something it gives you a ball or something, and you can kind of just design your own planet on the surface level of it. Like customize all of its colors. And oh my god, where's your phone? Let's see if there's like a website where it's like design your own planet. This is what we're doing in today's podcast. Speaking I of which, speaking to... of worlds. I'm looking in the app store now. Okay, so Planet instead of Disney. like chair, it'd be like share. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> Actually, can't find one. Surprisingly, <gasps> we're getting rich. No one steal our freaking idea. TM, CM. Don't do it. Don't take our world idea. Oh wait. I did find one. <gasps> Is there a quiz? What world are you? It's so ugly, though, this world builder. Sorry if you're the one that made this, but it's ugly. It is ugly. Well, can you make it? What is I, it like? Oh, God, it has 153 ratings, and 150 of them are one star. <laughs> download it. <laughs> download it. No, it's going it. to give me a virus. No, download it right now. <laughs> Download it and let's do it right now. Don't fuck around, dude. I'm scared. I don't know what was that, guys. I'm scared. I'm scared. Simple controls. Okay, it's downloading. Okay. So. If this charges me like a million dollars. What's your least favorite planet? In our solar system? Sure. Sun and the moon counts and so does Pluto. Mars. Okay. Very Libra moon of you. It's just like, 
I hear about it all the time, and I'd rather be hearing about Mercury and Venus. I'm much more interested in those planets. So. Again, your sun and your moon is ruled by Mercury and Venus, so that's very narcissistic of you. I know. I just... Um, <clears throat> I'm opening the planet. How do you feel about Neptune? Or Jupiter? Oh my god, you guys, his jaw has just dropped to the floor. It's very cunty over there. What's happening? Okay, so actually, so this is it. <gasps> oh! This, it's beautiful. You guys can't see, so sorry about it. You can't even it looks do like, anything. Wait, oh my god, it's literally just Earth. It's just Earth. But like, wait, that's literally Earth. That's all. That's it? Let me see. Reset. Reset. I clicked that. Scroll. Tree. Oh, can you play? Snow. Are you placing snow and trees? Oh, you are. Let's. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> There's Female an ad. prisoner oh, being God. chased by a crook with a mafia boss and a hot babe in a. <gasps> Female prisoner is being chased by a. This is awful. Awful. I'm skipping this video. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's just make a planet full of snow. Snow penises? I made a snow penis. I'm okay. going to take a screenshot of that and send it to you, and you can put it on... Um, okay. The speaking of which, Instagram. Instagram? Okay. This is the worst app I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I can't like believe you said made me this Like if I, like if the, Phoebe the had FBI, her own world, what would it be? <laughs> be this one. No, it would not. Just this stinky, weird shape. Yeah, it shape. would definitely be gas gaseous. She would have a gassy planet. It would be. You would have like you know, like Oscar the Grouch, but like mixed with like Big Bird energy. If Big Apple Bird, just asked me whether or not I downloaded that, they're worried. What, you're, let me see. You're lying. Your recent download. Was this you? Wait, hello. Turn it on. <laughs> it's off. Oh. Let me see. Oh, wait, my face has to unlock it. Your recent download with Apple ID was just used to download Design Your Own <laughs> Space Planet. <laughs> my own space. <laughs> it literally was not your own space. The fucking, you're now, you're not, you don't have a virus, but the government is now definitely watching you through that. That stupid planet app? Yeah. I'm so stupid. Because, like, this person wants to rule the world. Now I have to keep watch on him. He wants to make his I own I need it, world. like, off my phone. It's giving me bad vibes. <laughs> I'm removing it. Delete the app. I think it's too late. I think you're Delete. cursed. It's gone. What do you think bad things are going to happen to you now that you downloaded that? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know. Do you want to draw a card? I just feel like you're going to step in gum with, like, your favorite new pair What's of shoes. What's your card from this Mother Mary Oracle? <laughs> Cleanse your palate. Mother Mary. I just had a really strong craving for like chocolate covered like coffee beans. Last episode you were eating the pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> covered Tourist in chocolate. Stone. Oh. Mother Mary. Our Lady of Radiant Grace. <laughs> Let's read about it. Let me see the card. It's really stunning. How is this a podcast? This is literally just us it's, hanging out. This is n it's not It's the Madonna helpful. with child. What number mm. is it, by the way? 33. Thanks. You're not welcome. 33. This is Alana Fairchild, so I'm not going to read. Everything? Obviously. Anyone... Love Alana Fairchild's writing, though. Just it's big so fan. It's so beautiful. Big fan. Let me see. Uh... I just, like, her guidebook's just really... Uh, the last paragraph is always the same in her guidebooks. You know, the this comes to you when. Okay. This oracle comes to you at a time when, whether you are conscious of it or not, a greater spiritual embodiment is upon you. This will take great courage to accept. You will not necessarily feel in control <laughs> or understand some of the changes in relationships and life circumstances that happen as a result of this greater of divine downloading presence. downloading that app. These changes are manifesting <laughs> <laughs> Too late. through the mother's grace to allow for you to be free. Remember that freedom does not mean being alone. 
Freedom comes with a sense of living your destiny without obstruction. That will include having deep and connected relationships that feed and nur- feed and nourish the soul. Allow the mother to flow into your heart and be with you as you trust in what is unfolding now through her radiant grace. So Alana Fairchild is the master of saying a lot of things without really <laughs> saying anything. So like, what was that about? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell did I just I read? Know, I'll draw a card. It was also really pretty. I think yeah. it just sounded like changes are coming. Yeah, you already downloaded the app, so you just embrace whatever curse that you've set upon yourself. It's like yourself change in happens in, in, in like, the mother's grace, like in the bosom of the goddess is where all change so like, springs forth. So you might as well forth. suckle the teat while it's right in might front well of you. Might as well suckle that teat. Yay! <laughs> That's so gross. I hate that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. What'd you get? Our Lady Who Gives Peace. Wait, what did you have? Our Lady Who... <clears throat> Something Grace? Our Lady... Hold on, I know. Art in Heaven, help me <laughs> Wait. Oh, you by got 32 Jesus. and I got 33. De- yeah, I feel like mine... I said mine I was... I give you peace. Mine was Our Lady of Radiant Grace, and you were the one who gives peace. Yeah, a- boy, I give this shit. Give me the guidebook. Oh, God. Can you even handle another Alana Fairchild guidebook I'm going to read it fun. Give it to me. Give it to me. My card's <laughs> pretty. My card's pretty. <laughs> this is the opposite of peace giving. <laughs> yeah, peace. Literally, give it to me. in the most non-peaceful <laughs> what part do I want to read the last paragraph no I'm gonna read the first paragraph read the first paragraph <laughs> oh, I give the peace <laughs> I give the peace <laughs> hold on wait let me get the character <laughs> Sing it like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, you have been holding on to a deep concern. And I ask, <laughs> and I ask you to hand it over to me. <laughs> and I ask you to hand it over to me now. <laughs> Allow me to offer you a gift in exchange for your devotion and trust. I offer you the gift of peace. Peace that all is now resolved. Peace that the material situation is flowing towards perfect completion. My peace be with you now, my child. <laughs> Why and do I scene? Why do I feel like Alana <laughs> resonated with <laughs> performance? Oh man. Thank you. Well, I wonder if I'll get the part. I really Can I have that beggar gonna get your <laughs> peace vibes all over it? <laughs> For the first sentence. You have been holding on to a deep concern and I ask you to hand it over to me now. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Dude. Oh my god. It's all about inflection of words. <laughs> oh man. This podcast went a bunch of different directions. <laughs> Which direction did it go in? I don't think it had any direction. The direction is there is no direction. Remember when I downloaded an app? <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be it for this week. How about you? I feel good. 
All right. Thank you to our little planets, our little mm. aliens, our little planet babies for yes. supporting this podcast each and week every week. week. We literally year after we're year. devoted to hopelessly devoted to you <laughs> but now let me read you julie c no, i won't do that please do that no I... will you please now just read the names of christina <laughs> no <laughs> um thank you so please much please do it in celine dion's voice <laughs> thank you very much i'll do interviews okay julie c anna m heather a Alyssa s rebecca pk Teresa d dominic b melanie w Catherine l jesse d and david b we're hopeless lady Rebecca P.K. <laughs> yeah, actually, you should do that. <laughs> and you. But now, you're Julie C. And Anna M. And Heather A. Rebecca P. K. Teresa D. Dominic B. No, I'm Teresa D. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Look at me, Teresa, Teresa D. D. <laughs> <laughs> with virginity. <laughs> Jesse D. David B. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. It's Heather A. <laughs>